0: The following is part of the teaching ministry of Harvest Bible Chapel in Barrie, Ontario. We believe firmly in proclaiming the Word of God without apology. For more information about our church, visit our website at harvestberry.ca or email us at info at harvestberry.ca. We trust that this message will challenge and transform you. I will read from the book of 2 Kings, Chapter 25, verse 27 to 38. Please don't mind me about the pronunciation of all these Jewish names. I'm just going to be trying. (laughs) And in the 37th year of the exile of Jehoiakim, king of Judah, in the 12th month, on the 27th day of the month, evil Merodach, king of Babylon, in the year that he began to reign, graciously freed Jehoiakim, king of Judah, from prison. And he spoke kindly to him and gave him a seat above the seats of the kings who were with him in Babylon. So Jehoiakim put off his prison garments and every day of his life, he dined regularly at the king's table and for his allowance, a regular allowance was given him by the king according to his daily needs as long as he lived. Let us pray. Father Lord, I pray that the words of my mouth and the meditation of all our hearts be acceptable and pleasing in your sight this day and forevermore. Amen. Amen. It is an awesome responsibility and privilege and honor to be standing in front of you here uh, to bring the message on behalf of Children of Promise Ministry. I thank the staff, uh, Pastor Todd, uh, all the staff members of Harvest for this opportunity. Uh, It's one thing for us just to read a Bible passage. It's another thing for us to understand What was going on? Who is Jehoiakim? Why did he get to where he was? So I want to take us back a little bit in time, the history of what happened. The nation of Judah, several years, God has been warning them, sending many prophets. You will see some prophets say, I don't want to go. These people are not heard. They don't listen. Many years telling them, if you don't return from your bad ways, this is what is going to happen. These days, You don't even know, God doesn't tell you what is going to happen if we cheat on taxes or if we behave badly. God doesn't tell you, You just see it happens. Those times, God will say, if you don't turn, I will send you to exile. God has been saying it time and time again. But did they listen? No. The immoral, the rebellious ways, everything continues to go on. And it led eventually to the destruction of Judah. We would know that King Nebuchadnezzar, he is tough. He is tough. He doesn't take no for an answer. He conquers everybody. The state of Babylon. And what happened? They rode in into Judah. They captured Jehoiakim, who is a king. A young boy, an 18-year-old boy. He has just served three months he was dethroned by the king of Babylon, captured. He was forced to surrender to the Nebuchadnezzar. Along with 10,000 of his subjects, nearly 40 years later, nearly 40 years later, he was freed from prison. It's not only Jehoiakim, that was taken. Ten thousand. There are other significant people that went along with Joachim. War of those days—it was brutal. There's nothing like morality. There's nothing like U.S. going to Iraq and say, "No, don't touch their oil." No, people—they're gonna take their oil. Joachim's mother was taken. The best craftsmen, the best theologians, the best cook, the best everything. They select them, they take them out. And they were all taken. Who are those left? The poorest of the poorest, the nobodies. Yeah, you can go on, we don't need you. That's what happened. So Joachim was not only the person that was taken, Aunt, uncles, anybody, captains, men of valor, everybody, they were taken because they're gonna be useful in Babylon. All his wives, officials, and all the leading men, they were all taken. Even Merodach, who was the king, the son of Nebuchadnezzar at that point in time, he was the third ruler in Babylon. And he, We were told here that he was what? Kind. He spoke kindly to Jehoiakim. And all of us would be thinking, oh, what a great king. No, 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 he was not. He was brutal. There's nothing in his record that he said he was ever kind. But to this one man, he was kind. That is God. It was said... These are among theologians that probably it was Daniel who influenced Jehoiakim, who influenced um, uh, the king at that point in time to free Jehoiakim. Even Merodach, something must have happened. Something must have changed. As a king, Jehoiakim only spent three months on the throne. But that three months, believe me, must have enjoyed the best of the best of royal service. Everything cared for. They said he was led out of Judah with his wives. Okay, In those days, one wife is not, is not a beauty. You have to have them, you know, in dozens. And you know that in Africa, some, some people still practice that. Like four is the, uh, yeah is, is the medium. How they get along with that, I I don't know. (laughs) Having stayed in captivity for four decades, I'm sure that uh, he would have accepted his fate, and would be looking forward to dying in prison. If I was the person, what hope? Maybe you hope in God, first year, second year, third year, God, which God is going to let me? 37 years, but he did not die. His life was spared. At that point in time, he must have forgotten his kingsly charisma. The king at that point in time, maybe it's just a snap, music playing, a snap. You know, concubines coming out. He must have forgotten all that. And he must have given up on everything. But the story tells us, God has not given up. God has not given off. Life's challenges and troubles are inescapable. This you have to know. There's nothing like smooth ride, I'm coasting. You can coast just for a little while. There's gonna be a stop at one point in time. Are you ready? Joachim, a king, a royalty, forced to surrender, was dethroned, imprisoned, ridiculed, and robbed of his youth, 18 year old. By the time he got out, he was 55 or so. Tell me, who has a resume like this amongst us? Can you compare? Yes, we all go through trials and challenges, But can any of us match the struggles with that of Joachim? Satan is the God of this world and is always eager, ever willing to tell us, to sell us fear and despair. We go through a little tiny bitty thing and it's like, oh I don't know where God is, oh my, I don't know. And we start looking, looking somewhere else. Whereas God is still following us, tapping us on the shoulder. And sometimes we are saying, let go of me, I can't see you. God is there. Even in the toughest struggles, in our discouragement, in our disbelief, sometimes we often feel forgotten. And we contend, as we contend with delays, Delayed expectations. I always tell people when I meet with uh, um, people, I always tell them as long as God gives you that opportunity to wake up in the morning and live again, you are alive. The struggle continues, but it's not only your struggle, it is God's struggle regardless of what you are going through, regardless of high, high, or how low it is, there is the mighty man of valor, the stronger the I am that I am. Do you know all the names of God? Jehovah Nissi, Jehovah Shikenu, the all-knowing, all-seeing God. So which means, I'm never alone. Many of us, on many occasions, we think as if we are non existing because we've cast all our burdens to our books, to our accountants, to judges, to lawyers, and we've set God aside. So, God cannot do anything. It is how you see God in your life that God is. If you think God is not there, how many children does God have? Billions. God is going to move to children that say, oh, I'm here. Angels, keep singing for Jonathan. Keep singing for David. It is who you say God is in your life that he is. You remove him, he's not there. So you are costing, you are costing free. Remember in Genesis chapter one, Verse 31, it said, God saw all that that he had made and it was very good. You are good. Nobody makes anything good and destroy it. Nobody makes anything good and let it to follow, let it to suffer. Many of us know too well the story of Joseph and the journey of the Israelites through the wilderness 40 years. Oh, that almost matched the years of Joachim. But we are talking of a nation. Joseph was aided through envy by his siblings. He was kidnapped. He was sold into slavery, lied upon, imprisoned. But something great happened thereafter. He received his freedom. Not only freedom for himself. But remember, freedom for what? Is lineage that are coming behind. What are you going through today that you cannot see? Maybe you have just been put there to provide relief and succor for many people that are coming behind you. Why do you want to lose hope? When we lose hope, we don't get to the state of freedom. That Jehoiakim and Joseph did. When we lose hope, we don't get to the state of freedom, we don't get to our Canaan like the Israelites did. They suffered, but through thick and thin, they triumphed. Our struggles, our pain, are only temporal. God may have sent you to be a lead for a whole lot of people that may be treading the same path that you are now treading. If you lose hope, you disappointed so many that may have come in your steps. If you want to know about pain, when I hear some stories If you want to know about challenges and problems and prosecution, why don't you take it eight months, no salaries? Let's see what is going to come of you. I just came back, and I see stories. I hear stories of people, and I asked them, how are you living? They have no trust in anything but God. Believe me. They said, God, how? Chiprom did a stockpile of food. We had about $10,000 in our van account. And we did, we had to do stockpile of food because everything was going up, like four, five times the amount. So we took some money out of the van and we stockpiled food. Believe me, before I left, a quarter of it, we've given it out. Because people kept coming to our door. They can't feed. There's no way they can feed. Teachers that are helping us, we have to keep giving out rice, gallery, and all kinds of stuff to them. We are blessed in North America. Believe me, we are blessed here. Every time I come off the plane, I always put my hand luggage down and I bow down. I said, thank you, Lord. The air is different. Anytime I get to Nigeria, it's like, God, you are in control. So what are we going through? What is the pain? What is the suffering? What is the challenges that we are going through here that we cannot focus on our God? Many of us want to be David, but nobody wants to be Jonathan. Jonathan. God's plan for our lives differs and so are the challenges that we may face. So I'll tell you today, never give up. Never give up. That is the cry of triumph. That is the cry of victory for the comforter is walking alongside of us. The good news is the most powerful the most compassionate, the most loving God is on our side. Who shall we fear? No one. I'm not concerned about how big your problems or my problems are. I'm not concerned at all. You can have health issues that you cannot even lift up your leg. That's not what I'm concerned about. I'm much more concerned with the fact that we neglect a God that is bigger, a God that is greater, and serve the God of health. God, I cannot move. Tell God, my Lord, you are my God, no other one. Fix my problem, fix this situation. Come to me, those of you who are weak, weary, Heavy laden, and I will do what? I will give you rest. We don't rest in North America. All we do is sleep. (laughs) When you know the difference between rest and sleep, you will give thanks to God Almighty. There are many times, all I do is just sleep. Business, thinking two plus, two, four plus, mm, Oh yeah, it's going to work. And you wake up, you still wake up tired. When you sleep, and you wake up tired, believe me, you have no rest. You have not rested. Rest comes from who? God Almighty. Giving you peace of mind. Yes, I agree with you that 37 years is a long time. I've been, I've been in Canada, Canada now for 30 years. 37 years in captivity is a long, long time. But the good news is that even when we are in unfriendly territories, our Lord is there. God is with us. Psalm 23 verse 4 says, Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. What is it? I will fear no evil for you are with me. That is our victory song. You are with me. I have no fear. That is the only God we can boast in who is able to hold us on. When we refuse to give up, We are taking aim at the enemy while positioning ourselves for victory. My frequent visits to to Nigeria, when you ask people, how are you doing? They tell you, I'm pushing it. I'm managing. I'm struggling. And you know all the lingos, the terminologies, I'm trucking it. (laughs) And uh, I really, really get upset. Sons and daughters of the most high. Don't truck it. We are not pushing it. We don't manage it. We are alive in Christ. Thank God almighty. Hallelujah. Lord is God is there. When you profess things with your mouth, so it stays most of the time. Because what you are doing is you are trucking it and managing it. Oh, you don't believe in God. Remove all those negative utterances that put our God down. God is alive. It is well. It is well. Never give up. Never give up. Testimonies of submission is a sign of giving up is a sign of telling yourself and whoever is listening that I have no God who is mighty and able to save. And we do. Joachim lost everything, including his most prized possession in this world, which is his family. The Bible mentioned his mother, which means his mother is very significant in his life. He lost it. As you sit here today, I ask you, what have you lost? What are you losing currently? Are you suffering disappointments at the edge of your breakthrough? What have you lost so far that has given you, that has made you to give up? What are the troubles and challenges that you are going through, that is making you to lose hope? What are the pains that you are being inflicted, that is making you to see God as lesser God? What are your fears and anxieties, that seems like an unapproachable mountain? Or what have you gained, that has become a thorn in your flesh? God is greater. He is mightier. He's more focused. He is all-knowing he's all knowing and is all seeing. There's nothing you are going through that is not there. We hold something very dearly in our family. When things are going right, that's when Tino Dio. Let's pray. When things are going right, believe me, Satan is just around the corner. Rather than when things are going wrong, Satan knows I've had victory. Let me move to the next person. That's when we start praying. And it takes a long time to get out of it. Rather than when God has hewn you in, keep praising him. Keep recognizing him. Keep pushing your God forward. Lead the battle for me. Um, about um, 10, 12 years ago, Harvest bought us a very big generator, uh, 65 kVA, big, huge, and it does the work. It powers all the buildings and it can power a whole street, but it's loud to ask He knows. He slept close to it. <laughs> and um, about six, Years ago, seven years ago, we thought um, we need to change it. Firstly, it's becoming too loud for the neighbors and uh, also it's becoming weak. So I asked, I told Tino, wow, $18,000, where are we going to get that? So we didn't trust God, so we bought another used one. Can you believe me? We bought a used one and we started spending money, money down the drain, calling the technicians all the while. And I got fed up one day and Tino said, I think we need a new one. You know how women sometimes they just talk and you think, well, where is this coming from? They say, where are you gonna get $18,000? And she said, God will provide. She's always saying that. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes God will provide Statement. Sometimes it doesn't really go well with us sometimes. Because all we see are all the stumbling blocks. And we don't see God being able to move it. And I said, okay, all right. I didn't hang on to it until I really got the conviction. Do you realize that the day that I said, God will provide, let's get at it. That is the day God started working. And we started getting donations. Now today, we bought the uh, a very quiet 33 kVA generator, I'm, I'm sound, pristine, so I'm looking for when Todd is going to come back and have a peaceful sleep there. <laughs> Let me tell you, God is who you say he is in your life. If you refuse to believe his power and what he can do, so will it be in your journey in life. I'm telling you that today, our Redeemer leaves it. Our God is is the giver of hope when there is no hope. Never give up. You have an advocate, an avenger, a restorer, a God who never sleeps, nor slumber. Jesus never gave up on anything. He pressed on till the last. He could have used his miraculous power to do anything and change things, but he trusted in him that sent him. Trust him. Never give up. In order for us not to give up, we need to alter our mental and spiritual state of mind. These are not requirements that we go on the internet and start suffering for and getting, you know, how to do, how to know God, how to do this. We need to be able to be contented in every situation that we are and believing and hoping that that God is able to lead us out. We had an incident with one of our volunteers. She had issue with getting the right ingredient for, for a salad. And we said, this is Africa, your salad will not be complete, will never be complete. And she said, oh, no, I need the croutons, I need the... the," All kinds of stuff she was saying that I even don't know about. (laughs) She eventually called the home office in Europe and said, I can't stay here, there are some things I can't get, you know, I'm vegetarian and this. She eventually left. About four weeks after she left, our staff, they were able to find a, a store that sells fresh produce coming from South Africa. We all smiled, we all chuckled, but that is who most of us are, including myself. We are never patient. When God is working hard on our right, we are heading towards the left, not seeing how hard God is working to free us. Change will come. Expect your freedom. So that one day when Joachim slept, And he woke up, and what happened? His freedom was at hand. Everything changed in one day. Joyce Mayer said, wrote in an article, he said, I like the fact that God is fair. God is not fair, God is good. When God gives us a get out of jail free card, It is a card that does not cause for any more retrial. No more lawyer saying, I'm going to put this back into the court. No, get out of jail free card is freedom, is rest from God. I tell you today, no matter what you are going through, change is coming. Change is coming. It does not matter who you are or what the situation is. When you experience changes from God Almighty, it is always for better. A surprising turnaround, and you see that the counterfeit existence that we have been been living is changed for good. You find that we become victorious, and we won't even know how it happened. That is God. This is the power of change from God. When change comes, Everything that we have lost is recovered. Spiritually, academically, financially, intellectually, relationally, everything is recovered. You find that conspiracy against your growth or prosperity is nullified and canceled. I know that 37 years is a very long time to remain in a problem or in what you think is a problem. In fact, it is more than enough time to wear down any human resolve, faith, or hope. That is the reality. For some of us, it is just a few months. For some of us, it is a year. Problem overweighs us down and we refuse to believe that the all-knowing, all-seeing, God can do it. Problems and challenges, they are the worst enemies of our faith. Sing songs, victory songs, songs of deliverance, even when you are in pain. The angels, the hosts in heaven, they join you when you sing those victory songs. Although, sometimes you can't make sense of many things that happens around us, Our faith in God must not be shaken. God's promise is not a life free of challenges, but he has promised to be with us. So I will say today, never never give up. Be patient. God is at work. According to the scripture in 2 Peter 3, 8, be patient. God is at work. For a thousand years, it's like what? A day in the presence of our God. Expect divine visitation. God's plan for us is good. When divine visitation comes, every situation that has made mockery of us will be destroyed. God will start to be to boast of us as He is now boasting of Jehoiakim in the book. Our misfortune is turned to fortune. Some call divine intervention luck. Some call it, oh, I calculated, and here is the planned outcome. But to the true sons and daughters of the Most High, divine intervention is an act of God. Nothing less. There's no chemistry or theory around it. The chronology of Joachim, Remember? As you go home, he was crowned at 18 years, ruled for three months, captured, disgraced, dethroned, imprisoned for 37 years, and one night changed it all. He was freed. Not only freed, but elevated. I tell you, when God visits you, you will not only be freed, but be elevated. God does not leave you where you are because God wants to make testimony of you so you will be elevated. I ask you again, can you beat the record of Jehoiakim? Sometimes Satan has every plan to embarrass us, but God often uses it to uplift us. Life challenges wants us to crawl, but God wants us to run. Some of us are wearing rags when we should be wearing garments. Some of us are borrowers when we should be lenders. Some of us are paupers when we should be rich. Some of us are supposed to live like an eagle, the king of the sky, but we are le- living like chickens.. Quack, 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 quack. <laughs> I tell you today, your div- day of divine intervention is here. It, it can change today. All you need to do is believe that I have the strong, strongest tower, the strongest fence around me. Remember, Joachim is not only the captive, ten thousand or the more, but we only heard about Joachim. That is the favor of God. When God visits, your victory will be resounded. Every battle that has been persistent, they will disappear. Frustrated destinies are recovered. So my prayer today is that as Deoakim was released, God is going to release us from any captivity that we are in. As Joachim received pity, God will send someone to have pity on our situation. Any situation that you may be in today, as the seat of Joachim was elevated, believe me, if you only have your trust and hope in him, he's going to elevate you today. As the needs of Joachim are met, not only for that day, but through his lifetime. God is able to do that in your lifetime. Let us pray. Our eternal rock of ages, Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, we thank you, we worship you, we adore your holy name for your presence in our midst. Father, we thank you because you have brought us to this time to recognize that you are the Holy of Holies. The King of all kings, the Lord of all lords. Our Jehovah Rapha, Jehovah Nisi, Jehovah Shikeno. The Lord of all peace, Jehovah Shalom. You are all in all for us. You are able and more than able. Father, Lord... We pray that our hearts and mind will be open to see you as our only God who is able to deliver and to save. You are able, Lord. Keep us steadfast to see you always. Keep our feet from falling. Keep our mouth from lies and deceits. Until that glorious day when we are going to meet you face to face and we say hallelujah to your holy name. In Christ's name, amen. Thanks so much for listening. We always love hearing about the work God's doing in our listeners. If God's been doing a work in you, send us an email at info And remember, you are loved.